Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. I want to, first of all, I want to welcome Ben Myers back home. The, I, the guys know that when I, when I went out with my wife, so she asked me what I want to do with my life. And I, at the time, what I, what I, was, I dreamed a lot of doing Kirov of going out of town, that was something, it's not like a pell, I don't look at myself, why did you think of that? Anybody who learns Chumash and meets Avram Avinu, so that, like I assume, much like an American wants, American kid wants to be a policeman, so if you read about Avram Avinu, of course you want to go out and be Avram, and go around the world, and, and call out in the name of Hashem. So I had this thing, I want to do Kirv, so I told my wife, at the time, the girl I was dating, I said that I want to go to Cincinnati, Cincinnati. and be of all the Jews of Cincinnati. That was like, that was the dream. Why there? It's a good um, question. Like, why did I think of Cincinnati? Did, did my in, intuitively, like I knew I'd meet this beautiful person, Yassel Yudin? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> my son, man, he loves this yeshiva, but he can't, Ben Asmanim, he couldn't stop talking about Yassel Yudin. He likes it. Wow. The yeshiva is about honesty mm-hmm. and real. He, 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 my son could do a pretty good imitation of Yassel. What? And yeah, <laughs> 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 only positive. Only like and he, he's like, like, oh. no, 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 no. The honesty, like Yassel says it the way it is. Like you represent so the beauty of Waterbury, an honesty, an honest place. Why I pick Cincinnati? I'm just telling you what happened. That I told, I told my wife that I want to go to. Cincinnati. Cincinnati and be Makar of all the Jews. So <laughs> it got me in a, it got it got me in its own form of trouble, but Lamaisa we've been Zaikin Yeshiva that some of the greats of the Yeshiva have come from Cincinnati. We the Ulam all knows about Yasal Yudin today, there's somebody Ramati Dahan, Tamud Chacham Muflig, and one of the one of the luminaries, one of the greats of the yeshiva, Ben Tyron Eretz Yisrael, we were from Cincinnati, and Ben Myers came from Cincinnati. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna say, I wanna say that when I started, and the guys have completely changed my life. When I wanted to make the Jews of Cincinnati from, I wanted, like me, I wear tzitzis and put on tzitzis, and I'll put tzitzis, and I'll get them to do, do as much. That, that was probably, I don't say it was that shallow, but probably more towards that, of, hey, I do these actions, maybe I'll get them to do these actions too, and that's a cool thing to want to share, those actions. Today, I through the guys, understand much more. Guys want to connect to tzitzis. Now, to wear them too, but they want to see that, not I'm just putting, I'm, I'm, I, I'm born to put on tzitzis. Me and tzitzis are an amazing shidduch. I don't say you'll always feel it. We're not pretend. Me and tefillin are a good shidduch. When, when, a guy, when a guy comes to yeshiva, the, and, and this is totally from the guys. This is what the Hebra, I become, I'm becoming from, I'm in the middle of becoming from myself. I didn't know what from meant till I met the guys. So all of a sudden, it's not like how much I could beat my tin can to do Tyranitzas. So I actually am shy to connect. Well, I always connect. That I do, do, do I, of course, I keep Shabbos even when I don't feel Shabbos. And many a times I'm not in the zone of, of connecting to Shabbos. But because I have connected to Shabbos, it gives tremendous energy to fight for Shabbos even when I'm not connecting to it. Because it's something I've tasted. I'm born for Shabbos. Shabbos is, I can't picture a life without Shabbos. Even the weeks I don't have it, I hold on to it. A guy's married to a girl, can you picture the tragic relationship if he's like stuck and just like, if he sometimes tastes what it means marriage, he doesn't like when he doesn't feel it, send his wife away. They stay married in their moments and times, but because they share something deep and profound, a profound bond with each other, a Yid and Yiddishkeit is not, we're not like fighting. The picture of in ninth grade, your Rebbe says, isn't this Rashba Gishmak? 
You're sitting there like completely detached from what he's saying. And then you spend years trying to get yourself to say that also and somehow, I, I think I feel that it's so much. My son once said to me, we were at Niagara Falls and this year I went to Niagara Falls and I didn't feel anything. Usually when I'm there, I'm, I'm, I, I, it means a lot to me. And I went and it didn't mean anything. And I, We were on our way to a wedding. I had a few things on my mind. I had just heard something difficult. And then we try to like quickly on the way see Niagara Falls. I didn't have space for Niagara Falls. There was no space for Niagara Falls. I wasn't there, and my, my, I was with my son and some of the sophisticated chevra here. If you, the guy who says, isn't this amazing? He's not feeling anything, trust me. When you feel it, you don't say anything. <laughs> so it's funny, nobody was saying anything. My son said, oh, you, you look like very attached. I said, I, I said, I was very detached. He said, I thought you were attached because you weren't saying anything. <laughs> so, but I, I wasn't, I wasn't, I punked, I didn't have space for it at that time. But the guy, the guy, you, the guy who sits in sheer like wonders, can I ever take my tin can and like have a geschmack? We have a soul, we have ruchnius, we're born for Torah and mitzvahs. I don't say you'll always feel it, we're born for tefillin. We're tefillin type of people. You might not know yourself, you might not know tefillin. The goal is get to know your essence, get to know tefillin. You'll see that you're like born for tefillin. I don't say you'll always feel, not even say you'll start feeling it. I say as you study Yiddishkeit, as you study, we're born to learn Torah, we make sense learning. And it's this whole journey to Torah and mitzvahs. It's very, it's not superficial, it's not simple. Rabbi Kiveger, Rabbi Kiveger, there's a letter from Rabbi Kiveger I want to tell the guys about. I want to tell you a letter from Rabbi Kiveger. I'll tell you a very cool story. There's a very cool story. We, we once had a Shabbos in Eretz Yisrael. Rai Oberlander and myself made a Shabbos for the guys in Eretz Yisrael. And we were handing every guy a Siddur who was coming. Every guy was getting a, a Waterbury Siddur who was coming on the Shabbos. And we wrote a letter in the Siddur to the guys. We wanted to write a letter. Myself and Rabbi were very busy then, so we asked the office to write a letter, something we would say. We'll sign it. It's not a fake. Like, write a nice letter. We like the guys. Geschmack. And we'll sign it because that's how we feel. Like, we basically said what to write. They wrote a nice letter and they signed it. They signed it. It's, the letter said to my Talmidim. The, the, the letter was to my Talmidim. Dear Talmidim. And when I saw the letter, I said, I'm not signing it. No, no, no. Talmidim. I don't call guys Talmidim. <laughs> it's too much arrogance. I'm too, I'm not saying to you, Irkon, this, this guy is like a soul, is a, is a lofty. So I picked the guy not here right now because I don't want it to be, I'm just flattering. So I could have picked many names here. I'm not arrogant. He's my Talmud. <laughs> I'm like, I see this big soul. Like, oh, he says, Rebbe. I'm like, oh, Rebbe. Huh, Rebbe. Huh. Like, like, please. <laughs> The Territ says, you know, he says, you know, he wants to, I, I, we, could, we could grow together. It's not, I can't say, so I, I made them switch it. No, dear, tell me them. I said, dear, Hevra. We're not calling them, tell me them. It's too. Do you so think that's, that's what tell me them always means? If someone's calling someone a tell me, it's like you're lower than me? I'm just afraid. I'm just afraid. I'm just afraid. I don't know. I'm afraid. And I'm telling you what happened. So I asked, this wasn't like cute. I just didn't, it got me like, whoa. Call Mo Muller a Talmud. I'll say it, Ernst. I'll say it, Ernst. I know he he likes me. I don't. I, his journey has moved me. His journey is changing me. He's changing my life. <laughs> I, maybe I call him Rebbe. I don't, it's not so simple. It's not simple. You can, there's a world of truth. We can play. We live in this world. Oh, and there's a world of emes. We're shyach to truth. It's not so simple. So, so I didn't. So I switched it, dear Chevra. At this, everybody now, picture the seat. I promise this as it happened. So you have a Shabbos, everybody has a sitter Friday night out, and instead of dear Talmud, it's been switched, dear Chevra. Right, Kaufman Shlita, who didn't know about the Sidurim and didn't know we wrote in, he wasn't involved in that. And he came to the Shabbos and was the first speech. He's the Rosh Hashiva. He sponsors the whole yeshiva, wonderful person. So I, we, he spoke, the, it's his, you know, he owns the yeshiva, he spoke first. So right, Kaufman speaks on the Friday night, and he gets up. He doesn't know about the Siddur. It's the Siddur's out. Maybe he saw the Siddur. He didn't know what we were planning on writing, what we wrote. No shaykhs. And he gets up to speak, and he says, I want to tell you a story through a Kivager. And he read a letter from a Kivager. I read the letter. 
Rekivega writes a letter to his son, and he's telling his son about printing his svar. Rebbe Kivega wrote a lot of letters in his life, Shilas and Shums. And he said, I, he tells his son, I've read the letter subsequently, you can look up the letter. He writes to his son, listen to this, Meme, if you ever see a letter in my name, and it refers to one of my, he wrote letters to students of his, if you ever see me call them Talmud, you know I didn't write the letter, because I don't call my students my Talmudim. And he said, if you ever see such a letter, you know the printer switched it, he said, I would never call one of the guys who I learned with Talmudim, because I don't know, maybe he's bigger. And right, Captain, the first story, he says, God runs the world always. The first with everybody with a siddur in front of them, says this story from Rekivega, a letter I read subsequently many times. Rekivega writes, if you, ever see, if you ever see in my name a letter to somebody I know and it calls him a Talmud, you know somebody switched it. It's not me. It's that he tells his son. The great Rekivega, because Talmud, like how arrogant could you be? <laughs> like, we don't know. It's not. Things are more complex. Our own journeys, our own journey to serving Hashem, our own journey to connect to Torah and mitzvahs, to, our own journey, it's, it's, it's a deep and profound journey. To connect Hashem. I want to say how meaningful it is to me. My dream was to go to Cincinnati. I've been impressed with Ben. I've been Zaycha Wally's in Yeshiva to be part of his journey of connection. That's ongoing. It's a lifelong. Nobody, you don't, we don't graduate. Somebody described me, Rosh Yeshiva, over the past Shabbos that a Talmud of theirs, after they graduated, had like a falling. And it was very, what? <laughs> Somebody described the Talmud they have had a falling. And, and they had this falling, and he described his own frustration. It was a little funny, what did he perceive? And by the way, we all have life has a full, nobody graduates and life's over, like you made it, and now they get, your life, you'll have challenges, and Yeridais, and Aliyahs, and all different, the journey's ongoing. But it's just, I, I want to say it's a privilege to be part of Ben to be part of such a precious, a very a good, quality person. The journey, all of us have unique journeys to Hashem and to Torah and to Mitzvah. All of us have a unique journey. No two's journey are the same. I very much am inspired and appreciate. He comes from a very special, wonderful family. I was like Pesach. We was like, we actually remember we were together Pesach in California, right? That was fun. That was a cool place. We actually had a Seder. Ben Myers and I had a Seder. We had a Seder together with his parents, with his family in California. You remember Hoods? You remember we had the Seder? I think we had one. We didn't have both. We had one of the two. What? Side room. Side room. Very good. Very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We actually had one one of the two star and we had together Pesach star. But I, I just want it means so much. It means so much. Ben checking back in. It's not. I want. I want to tell you something. I'm going to say this, Barabim. During during lunch, I had to deal with something with Raisan and Chan. There was an emergency situation. And there's a family, going, a couple going through challenges, and, and I probably should have had to talk to Rice Sunshine. Rice Sunshine said to me about this couple, and I want to say we have guys here not from the Sifta. There are ways of, t- of tapping into our, all different things. It's not like there are people listening to the Shear not from the Sifta. There are ways of tapping into what I'm describing. It's not here robust, and I want to explain. Rice Sun and Shine said, and we both said, Rice Sun and Shine said about this man that we're dealing with, that I wish he had, right, was snicky, I wish he had a certain base of support, of relationship, of connection in his life. We both don't know what to do. Almost like an IV is not there. You know, if you ever go to the hospital, before they do surgery, they put the IV in. And this way, if we need any medication, there's medication, like there's a certain support that's in place. And the guy we were dealing with, we both said we wish he had like a base, some base, some a Rebbe, friends, something that like a base of support to work off of, to work from. And the place he has, 
I say to us all, by the way, I say to us all to have strong it's a big thing to make a group of friends wherever you go, wherever you are, wherever you live, and preferably where you are, something you're plugged into, both a Rebbe, both Chaveirim, what it means that Ben, as off, he's, he's busy, he's working, he's doing a lot in his life, but even that he, from Massachusetts, Worcester, Massachusetts, he was hanging out and popped in, even for a few hours, maybe we'll even kidnap him a few days, and who knows. Yeah. But even a guy has a place, just what it says, yeah. Just what it says. I'm, I'm speaking, a lot of people are listening to this year, and I'm not like like distracted, we're talking about Ben Myers, it's relevant to us all. Just to have support things that we can plug into that mean something. That Ben can come here for two hours and it reminds him of things. It, it, that means something. That's a base. That, that You're coming from somewhere. Even when you're not plugging in, there's something I could plug into that means something. And just the guys have this a tremendous... I feel lucky that I have this place to plug into. It means something. It means something, a place. We have Yo-Yo came back this man to learn, to plug in, to give back to something. That means something that we have a chevra, that we have ideals, we have a certain... We have something that we could plug into. There's, there's a tremendous thing to have such a base, to have a base like that. We're all capable of creating bases. With Aseil Harav, with Kenei Chachavir, we're, we're capable of making a certain base. From there, we all have to be Yechidim. We all have to go at it alone in many ways. And we'll have t- many times in our life, we're all Ivriim, but we can have a base, a group of friends. We can have people that get us, that we relate to. We come from somewhere. We, we, have, certain, we, we have certain support, a certain group that we come from. So it just means a lot that you check back in. Welcome home. Welcome. Good to have you back. I want to I continue. Rabbi, Rabbi Shapiro with Josh Ribstein made me, we're going to continue on the thesis of yesterday. I, I you know, most of it's supposed to be, I'm coming and I'm lecturing the Chevra. I'm, I'm trying oh. to study a thesis. We're trying to study a thesis with the Chevra. Ray Shapiro rocked me a little, and I want to ask what the guys think. It was Ray Shapiro with Josh Ribstein, and I'm just not sure. I was studying a sogyu. We're holding Rabbi Kiva these days. Klal Yisrael is holding Rabbi Kiva. We're holding Torah Shabal Peh. In the days leading up to Kabbalah Satayra, Klal Yisrael is thinking, in a few days, Rav Bar Yechai, the great Tanner of Shurim Bar Yechai, is going to come front and center. Rabbi Kiva and his Talmidim are the whole, the whole period of, of Yemei Svi. Rabbi Kiva is very, very front and center. So I want to study the Taisvis Yisrael. I, I'm gonna, we're going to get further today. And I want to ask you something Ray Shapiro said. I don't know. And I'm literally, we're in the middle, we're handling. I want the Olam's opinion. We said that Kalba Savua's daughter saw Rabbi Kiva, and Rabbi Kiva was somebody who didn't know, he wasn't connected to one halacha. That's open in the Gemara. That he wasn't connected, to, it says he didn't even know one halacha. We proved that he learned before, and Taisus says he was a shaymer Torah mitzvahs. Taisus says he was a shaymer mitzvah, so a quote of Taisus. That's what he mean. He didn't know one halacha. If he kept halacha, somehow he was disconnected. Somehow. I'm not in. It's, you could ask the kasha, but that, I, I'm saying pshat. He was a shaymer mitzvah, and it says he didn't know one halacha, so it means he didn't connect to one halacha. We explain what that meant. He felt it didn't impact him. He, he looked from... He felt it wasn't making a, a, an impact on his nefesh. So, so he that his father-in-law sensed that, that that was his time. He knew him. He was his shepherd. He, he worked for him. He, he was a shepherd. He knew the guy. He knew him. He was a, <laughs> he's not connected to one halacha. It's not, he doesn't feel it's impacting him. Mm. So he knows Rabbi Kiva. Mm. Kalba Savua's daughter says, I want to marry this. So she can marry anybody in Klai Chachamim, And she says, I want this one. I want this one because he's mali tsanua mali. He's private sneus. He has a there's a tsneus to him. Something about him that's authentic sneus. Umali mali. Taisus says it means shaymer mitzvah. He's a gutta. We touched mali that he has midas tayvus. We touched mali that he has midas tayvus. 
It's either good midas or mali zagoti shaymer tayer mitzvus. Taisvus says shaymer mitzvus haya. We quote pshat mali is good midas. So he has good midas. He keeps mitzvus. So she picks him on one condition. He goes to yeshiva to learn. One condition. He has to go to yeshiva to learn. Lemaise frek taisvus. What do you mean he's mali? Which either means he shaymer mitzvus or he has good midas. The Gemara in Psachim says that Rekiva taught his Talmidim. He said to his Talmidim, when I was in Amaretz, my first 40 years of my life, if I would meet a Talmud Chacham, I'd want to bite him. Not just if I would meet him. Not just if I'd meet him. That's one level of anger. If I'd meet him, I'd want to bite him. He said, I would say, bring me a Talmud Chacham so I can bite him. When I didn't see a Talmud, that's like a level of anger. I know certain people, when a guy walks by, it arouses anger. Your level of anger is extreme. When he's not there, I say, bring him to me so I can bite him. It like lives with me. It's not in anger. Like when I see him, I'm triggered. Rabbi Kiva said when I was in Amaretz, I used to say, bring me, this is what I used to say, bring me a Talmud Chacham so I can bite and break his bones. He said, not the bite of a dog, not, not the bite of a hunt, the bite of a chamar. I want to break the bones of a Talmud Chacham. No. That's a Gemara Psachim Mem Testament base. Safrek Tysus. That's an awful lot of anger. What do you mean he's Mali? Either what is it? Tysus says, what does it mean he's a Shaymer Mitzvah? He's a Russia. If you hate somebody, you're a Russia. Especially if you hate Talmidic Chachamim. You're a Russia if you hate Talmidic Chachamim. Uh, by the way, there's a Gemara. It says, if you see Chamar Seinach Arayvitz Tachas Masai, if you see the Chamar of your enemy collapsing, Frek the Gemara Bab Mitzayah. Is the Torah talking to Risham? You're not allowed to have somebody you hate. The Gemara asks that. If you have somebody you hate, you're a Russian. We don't have people I hate. Nobody doesn't have a guy in the world, I hate him. That's ridiculous. Nobody you hate. And the Gemara calls that you're a Russia. It says, Is the Torah talking to Risham? We don't have somebody we hate. I hate that guy. I don't hate anybody. <laughs> so it's a rishus to hate. And yet he said when he was in Amaretz, he hated Talmidei Chachamim. So either it means he doesn't have good midas. It's not very uh, sweet midas. He's Mali. If Mali means he's a Shaymer Mitzvah, that's not a Shaymer Mitzvah if you hate Talmidei Chachamim. So that's Taisa's Kasha. Now I want to read his terrets and analyze. V'hada Amar Be'elu Oivrim who will give me a Talmud Chacham and I'll bite him like a donkey? Mashma Deloyavi Mali. Mashma implies he's not Mali, he's not Shemir Mitzvah. He wants to bite Talmud Chacham. He's not a Mali. If he wants to crush them, he's not Mali. I don't say, let's learn Tysus doesn't learn Mali means good midas. It means Shaymer Mitzvah. He's not Shaymer Mitzvah, he wants to bite a Talmud Chacham. Why would you, if Mali means good midas, maybe it's Sanua Mali. So maybe according to that, He's Sanua Umali means he does it externally, but she saw that he's Sanua Umali. Maybe like the Sanua with the Mali. I know, it's interesting. Maybe she saw what he didn't experience. I hear what you're asking. It's interesting. Sanua is exactly what he didn't feel. Interesting. So, Frek Taisvis, it's Mashmi, he's not Mali if he wants to bite Tamil Cham. He did not hate Talmid Chachamim. He thought they had gaiva on Amaratzim, because they're Torah. Vahayu Talmid Chacham hated him. So what does Tais mean? He didn't hate them. He says he wanted to bite them like a chamar. So what does Tais mean? Not because he was saying Talmid Chachamim. Because they hated him. But he ends up hating them. Huh? What is, does he hate them or not? Tyson, what does Tyson mean? Tyson is this that he said he would bite them. What Rai Shapiro said, Pshat. Not because he hated Talmud Chachamim. 
He thought they had a gaiva on Amaratzim. And he thought, tell me the Chachamim, sign him my son. So therefore, what? He hated them. So why does Tai say he didn't hate them? He did hate them. It is contagious. If, if you feel hated, you'll hate back. It is. It is contagious. But he says not because he hated Talmud Chachamim. It's just they hated him, so he hated them. Rai Shapiro said it means it wasn't the hatred to Talmud Chachamim. He hated, he hated the guy who hated him. It wasn't the hatred to Talmud Chachamim. That one guy? If it was a hatred to Talmud Chachamim, that's a sign. You don't, if you hate Talmud Chachamim, you you're not Mali, you're not a kosher, you don't like Talmud Chachamim. He didn't hate Talmud Chachamim. He hated the people he perceived hated him. That's what he says. He says, what do you say? If they hate him, they were learned people. They were scholars. They're not keeping it. Okay, so those people he hated. Bring me one of those. So not, he was Sine a person, just not a Talmud Chacham. He Ella he suffered. They were miskar and Talmud Chameim. Now there's another guys asked why wasn't he down the Kavshus. And I want to say, Rai Shapiro corrected me. Rish, I said, Shui, it says, Taisva says, El Mishumi was sover that they were miskar and Tamil Cham Hedemi was sover. So I said it means he thought. But he was wrong. Of course. Rai Shapiro and Josh Ribsey, who said he was wrong? Sover doesn't mean like a Havamina. All over Shas, it says, Mar Savar, one holds. Savar means he held. It wasn't he thought. I think it's wrong chat. If he thought, so then he's not Mali. What's he doing? He's making wrong assumptions. Savar means he held. Savar doesn't mean he thought like, that's what he thought, but it wasn't true. That's what he held. He held, they hated him. And as such, you hate back. Somebody hates you. I don't even know if you make a mistake, you won't hate back. I don't believe it, by the way. If you perceive that your guy hates you, but if I really like a bacher and he just feels hated, I've had guys say, I hate you, and that's not true. Not true, he likes me. And I know he likes me because I like him. But yeah, he thinks I don't like him, but it's not true. So if you like somebody, you know they like you. They, they're not capable. A little kid says to his parent, I hate you. Is that true? He's just saying, he just, just means I'm upset. <laughs> One day you're putting your kid to bed, he's I hate you. The kid loves you. It means he doesn't want to go to sleep. About I hate you. If you like him, I promise he doesn't hate you. Because that's the Pasuk, what Ben Mar is a Pasuk in Mishlei. Like water reflects faces, hearts reflect feelings. Now, one second, they didn't really hate him. I don't think it's true. If he was wrong, he, couldn't hate, he wouldn't hate them. If he thought they hated him, because it says heart reflects heart. It reflects what's really in the heart. It doesn't say it reflects what you perceive is in the heart. Cain laid b'nei adam ladam. A heart reflects a heart. Doesn't reflect what you think's in the heart. If you think a guy hates you and he really loves you, I guarantee, I, to me, it's Pasha, you will not hate him. Read the Pasuk. Hearts reflect what one heart's and one heart's reflected by the other. Doesn't say what you perceive's in the heart. It says what's, read the Pasuk literally. The Pasuk means what it says. So, I don't get it. Rabbi Kiva made a mistake. He thought they hated him, so he hated them. But they don't, so it shouldn't be that way. The answer is he held. Savar doesn't mean he thought. Savar means a shita. Savar. Rabbi Kiva held, he paskin, that there was a sinner there. Savar means he paskin, there was a sinner. You know why paskin? It probably was true on some. By the way, when he taught his Talmidim, he taught them this. Probably taught them to teach them that as you shtaig, make sure that you have an ava to the next person. By the way, the Gemara Nadarim says in Peyalif that Talmidicham's kids often go off the derech because they call people chamayrim. Chamayrim, it uses that same word, bite like a donkey. Gemara Nadarim Peyalif. That it says Talmidicham's kids go off the derech because they're not mechabit people. Rabbi Kiva taught his Talmidim, Savar doesn't mean he thought. Savar means he held. He held. Ella, 
The reason is somebody has down the kavshus. Rabbi Kiva's midah was down the kavshus. Kochav zayin rebeis. He wasn't down the kavshus. He didn't have a suffix. Suffer. He really held this way. He was. This. This. This was. This is where Rabbi Kiva knew. It wasn't there was no down the kav. He knew something. He was hated. That's just the way it was. And he didn't hate. It wasn't an attack on Talmidei Chachamim. Uh-huh. It was a simple thing that there was some people and Savar means this was his shita. That's what he held. And as such, I don't know why he says he held that way. The only thing I'm bothered by is why doesn't Taisva say El Mishum that Talmidei Chacham did this? Why does he say Savar, Rebekiva Shita? Why does he make it a Shita of such? Was it true or not true? Why does he make it a Shita? I guess it only... It's funny, it's funny. That question, Yamanias, he says two things. They were misgunned, they were arrogant, and there was sin. He says two things. I don't know if it lead, led to it. But I don't know why he says savar. Even savar doesn't mean a hava mean. It doesn't mean to think and it's not true. It means he held. Now why does Taisei Rebekiva held this way? Just say this is the way it was. No, Maybe Taisei says Rebekiva held because it's not a, how, like an astaris lashem You can't prove such a thing. This is Rebekiva Sheta. He held there was a sinner there. Rebekiva Paskin, there was a sinner. It doesn't say he was wrong, and he was really wrong. I don't know if he's wrong. This is what he suffered. This is what he held. This is what he, this is what he passed. That's what he said. I wanted to bite Talmidei Chachamim. He was yard. He didn't hate learning. He wouldn't be Mali. He wouldn't be good Midas, and he wouldn't be an Adam Kasher if he hated Talmidei Chachamim. He simply held that he was hated, and that hatred caused him to hate back. But it wasn't a hatred to Talmidei Chachamim. It was a hatred to somebody who hates him. So who's he bringing? Bring me. What do you want to bring him for? He's, he had an anger. Bring me the Talmud Chacham. I perceive the Talmud that guy who hates me. The Talmud Chacham wasn't the Talmud Chacham that he was hating. He he held that that person because of the Torah. So it wasn't an attack on Torah. It was Nadam Kashri like Torah. It wasn't an attack on Torah. That's what Taisa says. That's what Taisa says. There's times it's it right, right. I, I agree. Yeah, but savar doesn't by its nature mean a have a mina. All over, mar savar this and mar savar that doesn't mean a have a mina. There are cases where the gemara says savar means to hold. There are cases where it's mivur in the gemara that the svara was this was a have a mina. Salkadaita, we thought. That Gemara in the Dharm, that other Gemara in the Dharm, them tests that retire from El Nata and make it a Machsad. A Torah. We have many, I'm sorry? Funny, you make me think, Binyam, we have to, this Taisvis, he says, the Hasam, Lad me shum shayisayni tamilcham. There was no hate tamilcham. Hayasabra that a miskah because of Tairasam. Vahayu tamilcham sayna my son is a fact, not what he thought. The Sabra is not on Vahayu tamilcham That was a fact. He held that the Shirish of this was the Torah they learned, which is why he said, bring me a tamil. A little bit, it sounds like Taisvis. Rabbi said, I wanted to learn the Taisus a little better today. I wanted to correct that. Yesterday we said it was what he thought. I'm not as bar on that. So I wanted to keep learning this Taisus. I think there are two things practically that I want to say. Two practical things. We're learning a Torah. We ask, what does it say to us? 
The practical thing I brought out yesterday is anybody would have seen Rabbi Kiva and would have seen somebody wants to crush Talmud Chachamim would have made quick judgments on him. And when you study the Sugya, Rabbi Kiva's wife sees that he's Mali, Midas Taivas and Adam Kasher, and he was responding, there was something else going on. So that Aymik, that deep view, it gave us the great Rabbi Kiva. She saw through superficial. Superficial person would have seen some angry guy and she saw a Tsanu Mali. And it gave us the great Rabbi Kiva. I wanted to warn us and encourage us to have good eyesight. See better, see better what's going on. Don't judge superficially. Understand what's going on. That was yesterday's message. And I wanted to say, we got the great Rabbi Kiva. Rabbi Kiva himself said to 24,000 Talmidim. And subsequently, it would be true to Gans Klal Yisrael, who Rabbi Kiva changed our lives. Teresh Peh comes from Rabbi Kiva. Tremendous amounts of Teresh Peh. His five new Talmidim were from the main Messiah of Teresh Peh. And we got Rabbi Kiva because somebody saw deep. Somebody didn't settle for a shadow of you. Whatever you'll carve on this Taisvis, what was seen externally is a person who wanted to bite Talmid Chachamim. And internally, what was really there was a Tzanua Umali. So I, that's my first message to the Chevra is to see, to see deep. My second is Rabbi Kiva himself, why did he tell about his old escapades? In the Gemara Psachim, Rabbi Kiva says to his Talmidim as he was teaching them, when I was at Amaretz, I wanted to buy Talmid Chacham. Why did he tell that to his students? I always have this pet thing, Yisrael. I don't like when a guy steigs, he says war stories of the past. Let me, let me, let's, I want to talk for a few minutes. Reb Schwab didn't like calling Bali Tshuva, Bali Tshuva. Who we call Bali Tshuva, Reb Schwab proposed, stop calling Bali Tshuva. Bali Tshuva is not somebody who becomes from. Becomes from, he wanted to change the name to Mivak Hashem. Bali Tshuva is a separate thing. About Tshuva means I did wrongdoing yesterday and I regret it. Somebody could become a Baal Tshuva now serves Hashem and doesn't regret anything they did. And they might say, that was then, this is now. That's, not, that's a Mevakish Hashem. He wanted to propose that we do away with the BT title, no Baal Tshuva. I don't, he said, what is the Tshuva? Somebody discovered Hashem. Mevakshe Hashem. Call them MHs, Mevakshe Hashem. People who seek, I think that was, I don't remember for sure. I know for sure he wanted to do it. Interesting, right? Bali Tshuva. Who said the guy did Tshuva? Another movement. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? Who said the guy did Tshuva, Mamie? The guy is serving Hashem. Tshuva is a separate... Ah, Mivakshe Hashem, they listened to Reb Schwab. Reb Schwab said, I think Mivakshe Hashem was, if somebody knows, I read the essay from Reb Schwab, he wanted to do away with Baalei Tshuva, that title, because he says it's not describing what happened. Isn't that interesting as well? I like when things are exact. Things to be spoken exact is very important to me. Gullus is when you can't, you know what a guy says, I know it, I just can't explain it. No, you don't. Gullus is Gullus Hadiber, an inexactness of speech. Gullus is contained that we can't say things exact. Gaul is when we can describe something. It's very, not saying it exact. It's very important. Say things as they are. When you say things off, it's because you feel it off, because you experience it off. It's very important. I mean, we have word of the day in Musa, and we talk about words. I'm not being cute. Gaul is when things are expressed as they are. Find the word, say it right. Don't say it wrong. My son asked me, I was talking about mahu afata, that being like Hashem, and I said, be nice. My son came to me, he said, why do you always say be nice? He's a rachum, be compassionate. Chanon is gracious. What are you doing, dad? And he said, I was so proud of my son that he happy. If I'm saying be nice, I'm saying something. And I was saying something, I'm not getting into now. But I'm happy that he was like, that he recognized if you're saying a word and it can be said better, why aren't you saying it better? Be nice. <laughs> so we, we had a whole discussion what I was trying to do, why I was trying But words, I was proud that he happened, like say it precise. There's a precision. Don't, don't say it. So, and if you're saying it that way, why are you saying it that way? That's gullus when, you when, when, you, when you're not accurately describing the thing.
So he wasn't being funny when he said he doesn't want them called Balei Tshuva. He wasn't being cute. Reb Schwab, like an accurate portrayal, somebody started serving Hashem. Is Mavakish Hashem. Tshuva is a whole other thing. Maybe they're serving Hashem and they have no regrets. Maybe they didn't even do Averis. Maybe they held they were in Aynas and it's not called an Avera. Tshuva is a separate thing that there's something of yesterday that you're mischarit, that you regret. That there's something called... There's something mm-hmm. called Shuvah. Where Bear. in the world are we? Yeah, we are. Being help me out. Why did I get here? I got so excited by this. Somebody help me out. Give me a minute. War stories. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So this is a pet thing. You scroll. This is something that bothers me. You have a guy who's starting to do better, who's doing well, and his old stories are great war stories. Oh, I remember when. In a way, that's so you don't see. So that was good that you did that. Now, by the way, maybe you shouldn't regret. Um, it depends what you're. If the war story is Averis and things you perceive you shouldn't have done, so you're not excited you did that. Don't make it a war story. Now, it's maybe important. you hold it wasn't an Avera. Maybe you hold like Rish Lakish, your Averis became mitzvah, so you're excited. I'm not, I'm not picking on a guy. You have to be careful. You relate old stories. What was your point? If your point is, I've seen cases where you're shtickle excited about it, you almost wish you're doing it now. That, like, understand what you're doing. Now, if your Averis became mitzvahs, so your old story is a good lesson, there's such a value of that. If your old story is because you held you were an inus, it wasn't even Avera, you have no shame from the past, excellent, you might be right. Just understand, a worse story is complicated when you say it. When it's like a pet thing, I know why you're saying it. If it's because you don't think Averis are bad, that's, that's very bad now. <laughs> it's your journey. It's not like they that's think great. it was good, that's but great. it's important. Yeah. Very important. That's what I'm just saying. There could be a good place for it. By the way, you're, I don't say anybody to be ashamed about the past. I say, what are you giving over? I'm sure you've seen people give over that actually like you, they're a little tempted for that right now. Yeah. Are you trying to say that? Like, what do you hold? Like, yeah, I'm just saying to be clear what you're doing when you say over a story of the past. If the word is, this is my journey, I have no shame, we do it at our Seder. We say, Avram was an Eivet Avay Dezar, we're not glorifying it. We're saying that we're not ashamed of our journey. Excellent, excellent. And might not even been Naveru then. This is what you knew. This was your story. It might have been L'Shem Shemayim. We speak about Yisrael. He brought to every Abba Dezar. This was his story of finding Hashem. I'm not promoting being shamed by our journey at all. And by the way, you're Averis HaMitzvah. Be proud of that. I'm not promoting anything else. I am saying be careful that you're not saying that I wish, oh, I really want that now. Because we've seen war stories look like that. What was Rabbi Kiva's point to tell his Talmidim? Oh. When I was not Ma'aretz, I would buy Talmidei Chachamim. Well, that's... Why are you tell? Is that a good thing? Why are you telling your... And he told this to his Talmidim, the Gemara B'Sachim says. Tana Rabbanan, Rabbi Kiva gathered the students to teach them something. And to me, it seems that Rabbi Kiva was telling his students to be careful. In your steiging, the danger of being misgav, being arrogant... The danger of looking at somebody else as broken. I have a line I say in yeshiva. I would be very upset in this yeshiva if guys steigd and had trouble with the guy who's grappling, who's struggling. It would bother me profoundly. It's a huge... Mo and I have spoken about this a lot. It's a huge part of the yeshiva. There's a line that they say that there's nothing as whole as a broken heart. And I say, I apologize, I usually don't go the negative route. I say there's nothing as broken as a whole heart. A guy who's arrogant, who's like the fixed guy, I, I never met, you, you, you couldn't be more broken because you feel so fixed. I, I can't picture more broken. Yeah, there's nobody more broken. I, if, if a guy ever has guy for this, it's, it's, it's interesting. Svasemis writes this. That the best way to become humble, if you ever have gaiva, is you be humble that you were miskah. The fact that you had gaiva should make you humble. The fact that you feel so fixed, you're ready. You should become an honor just from that. <laughs> that okay, we're, we're fixed? You're there? Like, what? Really? You believe that? Now, we're good. We're wonderful. We're souls. and you're all, We're in a journey. The day a guy would feel so full of himself that he'd look at another guy and, and look down, you're there and he's struggling. We're all fellow strugglers. We're all, we have big things we celebrate, good successes. 
there would be such a silliness that the sense I'm there. Rabbi Kiva taught his Talmudim this. Wow. When he was telling them his experiences as an Amaretz, he had a certain vantage point. He held, it wasn't, remember he was a Dam Lekavzchus. Savar doesn't mean he thought. Savar means when I was an Amaretz, this is what I experienced. As an Amaretz, I experienced and I was keenly able to feel it. Savar, this is what I held. I'm not that way today. I don't know what. So I want to tell you what I held, not what I thought. Savar, I held when I was not Ma'aretz that I was hated. Do you understand that, Talmidim? And he's telling them he's producing the next generation's greats. People are steiging, and he was telling. I want to say it to the guys here. From this base, Medrash emerges greats. Talmidim Chachamim worked on people. Don't ever, I beg you, I beg you, when you're steiging as you're steiging and because you're steiging. I watch, guys, I went on a walk this during lunch at one of the Pnei Aliyahs. If It would be, it would be I, I can't even picturing it happened, Baruch Hashem. But it would be tragic if he'd look at a guy here, he's, a, he's steiging and growing. If he would look down at a person in a struggle and a difficulty and look like, have a gaiva, have a... Each of us, we're, we're on journeys and growing and adding and as chus, certainly, but to be misgun, to be sainé, somebody who's in the middle of the same journey that we're on, it would be, there would be me this rice. Rabbi Kiva was teaching this to his Talmidim. Otherwise, why did he just tell them this war story? When I was not Maaretz, I want you to know fun facts. I used to want to bite Talmidicham because I held. I held that I was hated. I want to tell you the experience of an Amaretz. I held, not I thought it was my perception that there must have been something there. And I, this is what I experienced. This is what I experienced when I was an Amaretz. That's what he was telling. That's with the help of Tysus. Tysus explains he wasn't the guy because I, you know, we could have, you could hate a Talmud Chacham because your own, what do we call that when you, um, projection. If a guy really wants, he hates that he doesn't know Torah, that's, this wasn't a projection of any sorts. I see. This wasn't projection. I actually felt hated, suffer that I was hated. I'm telling you my experience. I held this way. He doesn't say, and I was wrong, Rabbi Kiva. He doesn't say he was wrong. That's what I felt. That's what I experienced. And he taught his Talmudim that way. This is not reporting to us a mistake, Rabbi Kiva made. This is not reporting to us his experience, opinion, his yeah. opinion. Yeah. So what's the answer to the question again? Down the Kavzchos? What was the question? What was the question? Because it wasn't, if it was a hatred, if it was a hatred of Talmud that would show you're not Mali, you're not into that. You're not into Torah. It wasn't hatred of Talmud HaChamim. It was a hatred of people hating him. If Punk, the guy's at Tamro, hates me, I don't hate Talmud HaChamim. Nothing to do with the Talmud Chacham Shabbai. That would be I'm hating Torah projection. I'm not. In, he was into Torah mitzvahs. He was Mali. He felt hated. He felt hated. That's what he was suffering. And Rabbi Kiva taught his Talmidim in his steiging this. He taught them is a tremendous lesson of in our own steiging, in our own growth, in our own aliyah. In our only not to be misgun, not to be arrogant. Now, what does it mean? But what do I mean? I am. I'm, I'm holding more advance. If you see life superficially, if you see life from a very superficial place, you're wearing tefillin. He is not. You. Are, if you see life from a much more dehaven a place, you see your own journey. You don't know where he's up to in his journey. You don't know his nisyainus. You know, when when you discover guys, whoa! You discover a guy. You discover something big time. You discover a big, you don't know where his starting point, what he's battling, what he's grappling with. When you discover a person, you end up amazed. You end up like, you can't believe. Last night, a dorm counselor called me. Today, a dorm counselor called me about something that happened last night. He said he discovered a bacher. Discovered. Years ago, years ago, Yitzi Reis wrote one of the great poems ever written in the yeshiva. And he, he said, you always grapple what we call the dorm counselor. He said, we're discoverers. And we're all like Patey said to have the moment where they call up and they say, Rebbe, I found the guy. I found him. Oh my goodness, I found him. That's, of course, that's our story. We, don't, we, discover, we discover ourselves. We discover other people. You find. You don't, you don't, you don't, like have, to, you don't have to like beat yourself up to be great. Mm-hmm. You have to find it. You mm-hmm. can find it in others. We find it in ourselves. It's there. Mm-hmm. Then we tap into that which is there. When you have that, you're not miska.
You don't have an arrogance. You, it's, it's such a cool that Rabbi Kiva taught us this. Rabbi Kiva taught his Talmudim because the story of Rabbi Kiva is the one who his own wife found this in him. He was the one who the external of him was like a lost soul. He was a shepherd whose master felt that his daughter married. Do you understand? He was a shepherd. This was the story of Rabbi Kiva Alain. His own story. The shepherd whose his master's daughter wanted to marry him and the master wrote him off. Wrote him off for that. And, and, and Lemaisa, she said, I see his Sanua Umali. I see, no, 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 no. She wasn't Miska on the other one. She wasn't, she didn't have an arrogant view of the successful look at the Roman. She saw Dvarim Niflam. She was willing to bet on somebody to give her life to that, which she saw, which she knew, which she experienced. The opposite of this misgoim and Sainim, somebody who has, who has struggles, the opposite. So this is, Rabbi Kiva's life is a message to this, and Rabbi Kiva and Pesachim gave this message to his Talmidim. So I say, we all want to be Talmidim of Rabbi Kiva. Oh yeah. So as Talmidim of Rabbi Kiva, we're a yeshiva of Talmidim of Rabbi Kiva, the Talmidim that I know covered, Zelazim. I say, let's be Nog covered. It's interesting, Kiva's Talmidim, when I saw this Gemar Pesachim and understood it, that the first batch of Talmidim were punished, like Nagu Kavit This was a message, Rabbi Kiva, Vada, this, the next Talmidim. They were punished on a dakos of lack of Kavit. This is what he was teaching his Talmidim. He wanted to teach them. It was important to him. He wasn't exchanging a war story for no reason. That was a tremendous lesson to Talmidim. As you're staging, as you're staging, it, it's, it's like, it's to me such a beautiful point to the yeshiva. We got Eretz Yisrael, guys sit next to each other, different stages, and you have a guy who's Talmud Chacham, a Goyen B'tayri, sitting next to somebody, he's not misguided, he just knows I have my journey, I'm proud, he sees the beauty of his own Yiddishkeit, he appreciates the beauty of the other guy's journey. And do we even know where each guy's up to on his journey, what his journey, where... Just cheers and appreciates and sees the the tznuah umali in the other person. So I wanted to really in our own journey, we're headed towards Kabbalah Satira. We have our own precious, precious journey of making ourselves Kalim to be Makabal the Torah as we're furthering along up to day 26 already of this precious journey, I wanted to be mechazik, to, 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 to see the other, to see the other in a beautiful way, to get the oymek of the other, not to fall for superficialities, not to fall for, oh, he did this, I'm doing it. No, don't fall for that. Understand deeper and see better. That's what I wanted to beg the chevra. So we did an unusual move. We harv on a now for the second day. Love it. But we're trying to acquire something deep. Who would... Call it out honestly. Who owes us others? Who's prepared? Is there somebody who owes us others prepared for today? I'd ask. Yeah, if you're yeah. not prepared today, don't worry. Are there tomorrow? Yeah. Perfect. Hoodie's saying tomorrow. Yo 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 tomorrow. Yo yo and hoodie. But we'll ho- somebody mark it down. Yo yo and hoodie are tomorrow. Somebody mark that down. Who is the? Dave, come forward. Thank you. Introducing, in introducing Davey, I'm going to put somebody, I'm going to ask somebody to put somebody in the spot to speak a little about Dave. But I, I want to say, I want to say that the schus, that the yeshiva, it's like a game changer on the whole year. My kids know my house, we talk about the game changer on the year. Somebody came here who's beautiful, Ben Tyra. I, it's interesting that Ponti speaking today, everything we're talking about here is McQueen. Here you have a pop. Tap, successful, brilliant in learning, a cool, it's socially on the tap of tap. And, and he came to yeshiva. If we took a poll, I kind of suspect some people would tell Dovi, here you're a, a going in learning, brilliant in learning, brilliant. I've heard him give a chabur on learning, brilliant. Here he's socially on top of respected love. Everything's fixed and perfect. 
You come to we when Dobi said to people, "I'm going to learn in Waterbury." People said, "We don't like." They didn't hear you go. Did we hire to teach? There he was, but but I want to say I want to say Chevra that a person who learns real, this yeshiva is a precious place if you want authenticity. If you want a good resume for a shidduch, I'll tell you other places to go. If you want to, and there are plenty it's of people good. authentic that it could be good for a, res, a resume also. But much deeper is authenticity. And the meat is tivus of somebody to say, I want to learn, I'm going to learn this year. I can actually give there. I can actually get even. I can even get just from a place of honesty. It's a good place to be, a place of honesty. To have a Ben Taira come like this has elevated the whole yeshiva. To have somebody big enough to not be afraid to come here and then be around such a person elevates everybody around him. 100%. And I just want to say that it's a schos. It's not said enough. I don't. We all just sit here learning the appreciation that a ben like this, of this quality, of this level, of this level of learning, of midas taivas. It's an it's an aliyah. It's an aliyah for our whole base match, a game changer. It's not loud, it's not, it's just a game that he's in the gym playing in leagues and dominating is a game changer. That's, that's a game changer. I want to say something interesting that I was on a Shabbos of people that are out there affecting Yidden, that are out there, and an improportionate number were ball players. Like, in proportion, I think. I they could say in America, who do you, I, I wanted to like clap and ask. If I was more Rev Ezi Gutsy, I would have done it. I was got very curious over shots. I'm just such a wimp. I wanted to bang and say, raise of hands, how many ball players here? There were I think people came up to me, a group of Rebellion that they had a whole fight. They have a sheer against sheer game, which I love. We should do it more in Yeshiva. I spoke about color and haven't pulled it off yet this year and I have to do it. But we should do shear against shear battles. It's cool. And they, this yeshiva had a shear and shear battle and the Rebbe was dominating and the other Rebbe said it's not fair, he shouldn't try his hardest. They had like a whole fight. They were fighting. It was the cutest, these sadikim. And they asked me, and they know the guy, you have sports, halacha shaylis, you go to Reb Sorcher, you have shalom bay, any issues that people to go to. If you're fighting sports, they know like the sports rub. The guy, if you want to know which team's better, are the Hebrew or Nick's going to win? Like I, and that I have a shtickle day. So the bottom line is they came to me like this whole fight. I, had, I said, I don't know the answer, but I have such a nod that you fight over like things I fight over. Like they had this whole like shylet. It was so gishmakuri. And I started noticing, now it could be I'm wrong. It could be as a society. We have a lot of people that like sports. I don't want to be a pretend guy. I think there was an inordinate number of sports players there. Like percentage-wise, if you would gather all the mechanics supplies, there would be less sports guys. I think in this chevre of people, I suspect sports is... Wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. Rebezi, Rebezi was crazy. I, and people were coming to me. Yeah, I'm the big... I, know, I noticed old friends I used to lose to beat. There were a lot of athletes. I'm just telling you. There were a lot of athletes, Benny. And I'm convinced, when I saw Benny play football at a game in Sulam, I was watching a meet of God. It's not a muscle. Sports is not a muscle. You're watching Netzach. The world is just Hashem. When you see two people play basketball, you're just, oh, Netzach. Everything in the world is Midas of Hashem. It's Einoid Movada. It's not a muscle. You're watching Netzach. When I saw Benny play, it was like such a cool display of Netzach. There was once like this burst of Netzach. He dominated a football. You know, you remember the game I'm talking about. Like a, a burst of Netzach just like flew out. It was so cool to see Netzach. You're seeing Midas. And it makes sense. Netzach, the mid of athletes is competitiveness in Netzach. And it's funny that people out there like battling and fighting and not giving up where others give up is a lot of Netzach guys. Like, obviously, they're Netzach guys. I saw a lot of Netzach. I think, I think there's like a correlation. I like that Dave's a fight, that he's a Netzach guy. You could see him compete Geschmack. There's, uh, and when, when we say Netzach, there are other Midas and a balance. Of and we all have some Netzach. That's why if you want to be a fake 
you know, fake person you say, well, I see you're competitive. Everybody has some netzach. The question is how much, that people have much more netzach, less netzach than others. So I want to say the competitiveness of somebody who's competitive and then brings it to the base medrash and to every other area, that beautiful meat is appreciated as well. Who am I going to ask? I'm thinking who I should have. My Claire is, should we ask Daniel or Revezi? Who should introduce Dave? What, what just happened? Rav who should introduce Dave? Should you, uh, Daniel, introduce the Rav Dave? I'll introduce one. No. <laughs> Rav introduce for a minute. Tell us a little. There's not fair. I didn't give Rav Because time. we didn't hear anything out of yet. I'm messing with So the question is, what's the simple explanation of Mishnah? The first part of Mishnah says, If I'm not to myself, who am I? Sounds like it's about yourself. Then it says, When I am to myself, then what am I? So it sounds like almost like a contradiction, the first and the second part. So I think the, the simplest explanation um, of it is that there's, there's a balance. It may not mean that if, if I'm not to, to myself, who am I, means there has to be some, you know, ani, a person has to have an identity, a person has to be a person um, first. That, that's the most important thing. Um, but if I'm just to myself, what am I? So there's the idea that a person has to be himself. And then there's another idea that he has to spread to others. He has to give to others. He can't just be focused on his own life and ignoring other people. So I think that's the, the, what the, the beginning of the Mishnah is saying, that there has to be a, a, a need, a person has to build his, his, his own self. And with that, a person has to be able to give to other people and be able to focus on other people. 
And the continuation of the Mishnah, right? if not now, when? So I heard from a friend of mine, he explained the Hemshech, he said that, that really these two ideas are, they're a conflict your entire life. Like, when should, it be, when should I be focusing on myself? When should I be focusing on other people? Is it a contradiction? Is it not? It's really a tension that exists always. And really, you could always like, you could always question yourself, like, am I focusing on myself now? Should, is that what I, should I be doing or should I be giving? And you could person could always be asking himself that question forever and ever and, and not really get anything done. But there's the end of the, end of the Misha saying, if not now, when? Is that a person, at the end of the day, he has to go, he has to work, and he has to do, and he has to, person has to do the best he could do. You know, it's not always going to be like 100% black and white, like now I do it myself, and now I focus on other people. You know, there's always a tension, it's not perfect, and, but a person has to do his best, and a person has to try to inspire himself and others. And, you know, it's not perfect, but it may only actually if not now, when? I say thank you. Maybe tomorrow we're going to be stricter. I, I, I got to get tougher. It has to be more toughness in the yeshiva. Hootie and Yo-Yo tomorrow. That's that's happening tomorrow. The day on Beis Hashem Thursday and Yom Hamishi will have Yo-Yo and Hootie tomorrow. Yosef Pagra and Mayor Richter will be giving Beis Hashem on Thursday. Any Mishnah? You have any Mishnah in the first four parakim of Avais? Any Mishnah to share, an observation, a question, a teretz, a thought. I'm one of the first if Yosef, Pagro, and Mayor can go on Thursday, and Hudi and Yo-Yo tomorrow. Let's have second Seder, Mincha 630 next door. You have been listening to a shear from ShasIlluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics, or to hear an Eon shear on any Dauphin Shas, including Myron McClemus on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427. Or email info at shasilluminated.org.